Hey everyone, I'm your host and soul sister, Gretchen North. I'm a veteran health and wellness professional turned life coach. Sticky situation is about getting unstuck so that we can get on living the lives we are meant to live. We'll share stories and advice, hear from experts, and even do some guest coaching to be reminded of living today with more awareness and inspiration, all in the spirit of creating a more fulfilling tomorrow. To get in touch, find me at gonorthcoaching.com. Let's get going. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me. Today, I'd like to talk to you about when you're in a funk and what to do to get out of it. And unfortunately, that's where I found myself today. And I have a commitment to show up and to record. And now it's down to the wire. And I'm realizing that there's a good lesson in this that showing up imperfectly might actually be helpful for you. We are all human and all of us are impacted by things that impact our moods. Um, In Pittsburgh right now, we're getting a lot of snow. It's been cold. It's been dark. Even though I love the snow and I've been out in it regularly hiking my dog, I still feel that I'm somewhat impacted by the weather. I also had an injury recently that took me away from going to the gym. And I had been pretty consistent with my workouts and they kind of fell off the wagon for a little bit. I'm really noticing how our habits are connected and how we stack behaviors, whether they're healthy behaviors or unhealthy behaviors. And we're not even through January yet. And for those of us who had started with optimism and goals and resolutions may be out of integrity with what they want to be doing with their lives. Their actions are not consistent with what they want for themselves. And I've really found that here I am feeling kind of meh. I'm not feeling great about missing workouts. I noticed that that impacted my morning routine, that some days I've missed completely. Some days I've missed the meditation uh, portion. A couple of days went by in a row where I had no practice whatsoever. I noticed then my eating starts to be uh, poor, more pizza and pasta and less fresh fruits and vegetables. And if you know me, that's my diet. So missing workouts, missing my daily routine, eating poorly, drinking more, all of these things seem to have cascaded and it left me not feeling so great. And so I woke up today. Today is a Friday. My podcasts are published on Fridays and I felt I didn't have it in me. So what did I do? I did what I knew I could do to try to influence the direction of my day. So I made sure that I 
wrote the three things that I'm grateful for that I journaled for 20 minutes. And I must say a lot of that journal revealed an internal struggle. It seemed as if I was struggling against everything. And then I sat for 12 minutes in meditation. I also fortuitously had a coaching session scheduled in which I am the client. And I found that session to be really beneficial to help me kind of reframe and put into perspective how I want to show up for my audience, how I want to carry myself throughout my day, and how I can reset to try to be in better integrity with how I want to be living my life. Some of the things I found myself saying in my coaching session was that I wanted to be able to show up here for you without wearing a mask. I just want to be authentic and to show the the struggle and the reality of the ups and downs in our lives. I found myself saying that I was doing what I could to receive support, to feel compassion for myself. My coach led me through some very helpful practices, like how would I speak to a friend who is telling me that they aren't showing up how they want to be showing up, even though they're doing some good things in their lives, they just don't feel great about it. And so I could step into the role of how I would be supportive to a friend and talk to myself that way. We also discovered how it actually would be helpful to have others see how I'm impacted by things, even though I have all of these protective factors that help me stay grounded and clear and optimistic from day to day. So when asked what three things I could do to help me make choices that are in in alignment with my authentic self in terms of how I want to be showing up, I was able to identify that for the next three days, I will ensure that my morning routine does not get disrupted. I committed to going back into the gym, and although I can't do what I had been doing, I can take a spin class or I can swim, and so I have registered for a spin class next week. And the third thing that I said that I would do is to use a dry erase calendar that I've already been using but not consistently to track things that are important to me. Are they happening? Are they not? How do I feel if I skip them? What are they associated with? What are my actions or inactions tied to? And so I plan on starting February. I've noticed that in the past, if I'm on a good streak, my calendar is populated. I'm eager to put that I exercised, that I hiked, that I did my routine, whatever it is that I'm doing. But if I'm not doing it, I act like not recording it means that it it didn't happen or I don't have to look at where my actions were inconsistent. And so I am pledging to do this practice in February and to add this component of how I'm feeling or what my behaviors are tied to, to help me look at 
trends, to help me look at habits, to help me catch myself if I find that I'm hopping on a train I don't want to be on. We are ultimately in control of our lives, and it takes this level of awareness, this paying attention and being honest with ourselves. And it's interesting to think about not only what you're looking at, but what you're not paying attention to. So as we continued with our coaching session, my coach shared a story about surrender. You know, when we feel like we absolutely have to show up for something, but we don't feel ready, we don't feel prepared, we don't feel confident, surrendering and showing up, just showing up is most of the challenge, right? I'm here I'm making my way through my podcast, and I actually am starting to feel like I'm not showing up to complain. I'm showing up to be real and to maybe help you get out of your own funk. This idea of showing up, kind of surrendering, having acceptance for where we are, is this idea of effort and ease. And I liken to that to being in a yoga practice. Both qualities should be present in every pose that we do in yoga. For example, if there's too much ease and not enough effort, it might be reckless. It might be unsupported. It might be sloppy and weak. If there's too much effort without ease, There's rigidity. It feels like you're controlling. If we have ease without effort, that could be perceived as laziness. And if we have effort without ease, that can be perceived as tension. I believe that this is helpful in how we navigate our lives as well. So when you are in the flow and you're not swimming against the current, life feels more comfortable for you. It feels more natural. I'm not suggesting that having a life full of ease and not having to take any action will get you to where you want to be. We still have to put in the work. We still have to do what we can do that's in our control, that we have power over. But there's a certain point where if we're becoming too obsessed, if we're controlling, if we're rigid, that things become harder for us. And so if I'm trying to show up here perfectly today and be confident, be all of these things that I'm not really feeling right now, then it becomes even more difficult than just showing up as I am. Perfectly imperfect. This whole idea can be summarized in one of Gandhi's more famous and beautiful quotes. Carefully watch your thoughts, for they become your words. Manage and watch your words, for they become your actions. Consider and judge your actions, for they become your habits. Acknowledge and watch your habits, for they shall become your values. Understand and embrace your values, for they become your destiny. I love this so much, especially because of what I know through my life coach training about values, 
and values being the bedrock for our decision making. And I haven't yet done a podcast on this topic, but I will to shed more light there. Um, And also just being mindful of our habits and how they are formed by repeated thoughts and actions. As you can imagine, this can work for or against you. I subscribe to a daily email called Notes from the Universe by Mike Doyle. Some of them are really out there, but at the core of his messaging is that thoughts become things, that we really do have the ability to create and attract more of what we want in life by having a vibrational match to those things. I know that this sounds like a long shot for those of you who may not already subscribe to that belief. And Oprah Winfrey does a beautiful job talking about this. Uh, You can find short little videos on YouTube on how she landed the role in The Color Purple. When that book first came out, she felt that it was her story. She felt that this was her childhood. She felt so resonant with the words that flew off the page. She became obsessed. She bought the book, read it in a day, went back to the bookstore the same day, bought all of the copies that they had in stock, gave them to everybody on her staff, and she kept buying books trying to get this message into everybody's hands. She found out that it was being made into a movie, and she began telling people long before the Oprah Winfrey show ever existed that she was going to be in a movie called The Color Purple. She felt so sure and put all of her effort and thoughts and energy into embodying the role of a character in this book. Well, she ended up getting a call to audition, and the casting agent said it was for a movie called Moonsong. And she said, Moonsong? Are you sure it's not The Color Purple? Because I've been trying to get this call to be cast in a movie called The Color Purple. No, it's Moonsong. Sure enough, she was invited to come in and audition, and she realized right away that it was the color purple, that they were using a different name for the movie at the time, but she recognized the characters' names, and she was reading for a part named Sophia, who was married to Harpo. Now, Harpo is her name spelled backwards, so she felt Thank you, God. Thank you, universe. This is what I've been asking for. There couldn't be a stronger sign. She felt great about the audition, and then she didn't hear anything. Months went by, and she couldn't understand if God was playing tricks on her or what was happening. And so she decided to muster up the courage to call and see where she stood in the process. And she basically got her hand slapped for that. So she decided that she didn't get the role. She didn't hear for so long, and she tried to start to settle into the reality of not getting the role and said that it was because she thought she was too fat. So she, in her own words, went to a fat farm. 
She was there. She was sad. She was frustrated. She was outside on a track and she just started praying out loud and she sang a song, I Surrender All. She was singing. She was crying. She was praying. And she really felt like she was doing what she could to let it go. She felt pretty good about that, but then she realized she couldn't truly, truly, truly let it go because she was not going to see the movie. She said, uh, I can accept not getting cast, but I'm not going to go see the movie. And then she decided that she wanted to get to a place of letting it go where she could see the movie and not only could she see the movie, but she could believe that the person who was cast in the role was so perfect that she could be grateful. So that was her new threshold for letting go, that, that she could see the movie and she could be grateful for who was cast. So just as she had that revelation of really letting go, someone from the fat farm came running out to the track to let her know that Steven Spielberg was on the phone. He asked her what she was doing there and she said she was losing weight and he said if you lose a pound you may lose the role. And the next day she was in auditioning again and landed the role of so Oprah says that this changed her path entirely. I think that movie was released in 1985. She said she had no idea it was setting her up for the national platform of the Oprah Winfrey show. She says that God or the universe can dream bigger than you can ever dream for yourself. And when you've done all that you can do, surrender and believe that this or something greater is in store for you. For me today, talking through what it looks like for me to have compassion for a friend who's in a funk, facing my own fears of showing up imperfectly and softening into the reality that I don't need a mask. I don't need to be Pollyanna. I can do things for the purpose of sharing the reality that we live in, in particular, as we are nearing the third year of a global pandemic, as people are feeling tired and unmotivated and unsupported in their lives around them, that we're all going to be feeling these feelings of despair from time to time. And that maybe you could ask yourself, what are three things I can do to make me feel better right now? And then most importantly, following up with those things. Sometimes the actions need to precede the feelings or the thoughts that you're having. Sometimes we have to get out and be outside in nature and force ourselves to get there only for then the softening to start to occur in our inner critic, in our mind. So as you feel yourself unraveling, I hope that you think back to the message in this podcast episode today and know that there are places where you do have control and where you can exercise choice to help yourself to feel better. Remembering reaching out is incredibly supportive. 
I would love to hold that space for you and help you work through an area where you feel like you might be in a funk. Finally, this is the last episode of season one of Sticky Situation. I really wanted to end on a high note. And again, it may not be the way I exactly intended on showing up today, but I've made it through to this first milestone. And I look forward to bringing lots of guests in season two, just around the corner. So that's a wrap. If you have suggestions for future topics or would like to work through a sticky situation of your own, shoot me an old school email at gonorthcoaching at gmail or check out my other offerings at gonorthcoaching.com. If you're listening, chances are we know each other and I'm so grateful for your support. Please help me spread the word by sharing, liking, rating, subscribing. Any and all of the things are so appreciated. See you next time.